special. All right, roll around the barrel. We are here. We are here at Old Beth Page in New York. And right now, taking the field, <clears throat> the Elizabeth Resolutes taking down the Providence Grace. Uh, right here in a match in the heat. It's about to happen. Uh, right now, uh, I just got my text for a party tonight. I hear there's Car Mr. Canino. Mr. Canino, come over here for a minute until you got to leave. Yes, sir. Let me uh, turn this on. Hello? Check. Do I have to talk into it? I don't want to sweat you, on it too much. You can talk. You can sweat. You can do whatever you got to do. Is there karaoke at this party tonight? There is going to be karaoke. I hope you want to get up. We can do a duet. I'll, I'll do anything. <laughs> uh, is that in reference to karaoke? What's a, what's a kind of crowd uh, that does this? Uh, what, what's the, the music that this crowd enjoys the most? I think everybody's like a classic rock band, but heavy metal. Classic uh, rock. A lot of rap and hip hop. So if I pulled out Conway Twitty, everyone would be like, nah. That would be amazing. You'd get the, some of the younger players to be interested, I'm sure. And Conway Twitty? Yeah, why not? The younger players? Why not? We all like vintage. We all like like some, some wild stuff. All right, as uh, the Resolutes have gone to work uh, warming up, uh, Mr. Canino, you can stay here as long as you want and, and uh, go over this game with me. When you got to leave, you can leave. And uh, I'll just look. Day. It is. It's a, a little svelte. <laughs> uh, if if Rudy Frias was here, it would be the barrel roller and swamp ass show because it, it is a little warm. I I walked out of the visitor center as the first pitch is about to happen uh, from the Resolutes uh, low, uh, and I had a bead of sweat immediately leave my head and go all the way down into the crevice of my buttocks. And I knew that's when it was hot. Uh, foul ball down the left field line. So, but it's not, from what I understand, it's not as hot as it has been. Well, yeah, this week we've had some scorching heat. Uh, it hasn't rained too much. We've only had like two semi-rainstorms, not even big storms. So it hasn't even cooled off yet. We've had consistent 80 to 95 degree weather for about two weeks, two, three weeks now, I feel like. Wow. Oh, it's tough for baseball. When wearing these wool uniforms, they're heavy. You know, everybody's sleeves are rolled up if they have sleeves. There's a <laughs> hot shot straight up to the center fielder, taking on a couple of bounces. So the gentleman from Providence, that's Mike. I don't know. That's what it says. Correct. Is that true? Mike takes his first. Uh, I saw the gentleman in center field for the Resolutes is a gentleman from the Atlantics, and I'm trying to remember the exact pronunciation of his name. Kumijin. It's close. Mike stole second. You want me to give it to you? Kumujidin. That's actually, actually, actually my cousin. Uh, it's Kyumjin. Kyumjin. I can't spell it, though. K O U. <laughs> I was acting like I was going to be able to. I can't. So we got a wrong hander up. Brian uh, is up for the Providence Grays. We got a guy on second, and uh, we're gonna get a, a. It's a pickle. It's a pickle. And he's out. Gets tagged out. It's a good fake <laughs> by the pitcher Craig of the Elizabeth Resolutes. It it looked like the uh, the gentleman that was on second uh, started a little early, and uh, the pitcher got him. Now these. These East Coast teams are used to a much more 
defined running game, so the pitchers are on top of it a lot, a lot more, because you have to be. Uh, there's a left-handed swing into center field. That's going to take a little bit of a sideways bounce, but that's going to be uh, the second out of the inning. Commugen. 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 Crawler. It's Crawler. Crawler's the easier way to say it. Uh, banquet's up for the Providence Grays right now. and uh, He's a young stud. Are there old studs? Yes. And I don't think that's a thing. They have all of their older studs with them, but they do have a few. You'll see them when they come up. I'll shout them out. I think old people are referred to as something else. I've never heard of old stud. I'd like you to be an old stud. You have seen before. That's true. This is true. So uh, oh, I see like three of uh, the Atlantics out there. Yeah, they were a little, Elizabeth's Resolutes were a little shorthanded. Um I was asked to play, but I am taking it easy. Got drilled in the leg. <laughs> Stealing third. As so that was my a, lesson to not steal third. I hit up to center field. That's going to take about seven bounces to the center fielder. So Banquet's going to take his first. Uh, everything's straight up the middle so far uh, by Providence. They're, they're a very good baseball club. They actually play the 1884 uh, era, which is an overhand baseball game, and I think the Canton Club may be playing them at some point. Yes, uh, the 1884 game is tomorrow morning, and I can't wait uh, to watch that. That's, that's going to be an experience. For that's sure. going to be my highlight, and it's early, I think. it's. Uh, Have you never seen an, an overhand game like that? No. An 8.30 game, so I will be here at 7.30 preparing for that, but uh, for a treat. with a hangover, I hope. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> as will the full teams, I'm sure. And uh, a little bit. That was a foul ball. I thought I saw chalk. It must have been dust. Who am I to say? You know, we're just on the sideline. I should not be saying a word. Uh, so Aiden, Aiden is up for the Grays right here. Aiden is a power hitter, and I think he can show you his power at some point. So. So these are two clubs that don't go, don't use vintage names, right? Uh, occasionally there Here's are a some nicknames. bouncer to short, throw over to first, nice easy throw, uh, slide into first, which is something that I'm not used to seeing, but I was fully expecting to see it when I got here. And uh, but he was out by a mile; he should have just went back home. <laughs> a lot of bang bang <laughs> action at first here. Um, so you will see a lot of people sliding here. Uh, I, I'm surprised that more people don't slide um, in the Midwest, only because it's safer if you slide out of the way to the base as opposed to trying to run through the guy who may be pulled your way because of a bad throw, which happens, unfortunately. Sure. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so back to the vintage names. Having a vintage Nickname is actually not very accurate. It's just something kind of fun added to the vintage, and I think it add. I think it definitely adds something to the vintage. Uh, people love their nicknames and the uh, the hazing that goes into people getting their nicknames and and such. But also, these are two clubs that don't don't go that route, which is also very accurate. I ain't mad at it. Do they go? Uh, are they? Doing what would be a vintage lineup. Yes. Okay. Providence usually does. They would bat only nine men and or women. 
depending on who's playing. I'm just trying to be gender accurate because I know they do have a female on their team, but I don't think she's here today or in the field. I'm not seeing her yet, but um, that is correct. They only bat nine, and if they do a substitution, that person comes out of the game for the next person. So oh. They actually uh, play that kind of correct. Just Yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's, it's the rest of us that don't uh, for our own reasons, but – Everybody gets a turn to play. They they play very equally and fair. And everybody has a good time either way. How has, let me ask you a, a little bit of a serious question here. How have the Resolutes, is uh, Craig from the Resolutes bounces up to the, uh, pops out to the pitcher. He's going to be the first out of the inning. That's going to bring up Crawler. Nice. Uh, how have the Resolutes done since the death of Mr. Uh, Paul Salamone. Well, losing him was a big, big blow to a lot of us on the East Coast. I can't imagine what they went through individually as a team. He was so informative and so passionate. If if anybody has ever had the opportunity to play with Paul on the field, and I say play with rather than just speaking to him, because if you spoke to him, he was a very gentle-spoken um, man who has the passion for the game and loves it. But when he was playing, you'd think he was a 16-year-old teenager who's out in the championship game. He was so, so, so into the game. And I forgive me for not knowing how old he was when he passed, but if he was upward of 60s, 70s, he played harder than anyone who I've seen in their 20s. He would lay out head first and do slides to first base. He would dive to catch the ball. There was nothing that would ever stop him. But with that being said, I do think that Craig and the rest of the Resolutes have come together very well, and they've been doing a great job. He's doing his best to try and get as many guys as he can. He's borrowing players from other teams, and everyone's trying to help out and keep the roster and team active and alive, not just for Paul, uh, because it was his passion, but for the state of Elizabeth, New Jersey, or the town of Elizabeth, New Jersey, and they're basically... Uh, going to keep that going so uh we had crawler uh follow tip out to the catcher while mr canino was giving us all that great information uh and then john for the resolutes took his first and now we have uh dean emma up as uh john takes his second on a, on a misplay from the catcher so uh dream bucket dean emma is up for the resolutes you guys definitely get your baseball in. It's uh, you go to events and almost hoping, almost hoping <laughs> there's there's holes for you to play more than what's scheduled. That's a that's a fine shot down the right field line by Mr. Emma, but it's about uh, three feet to the right of the right field foul flag, which so I believe is an 1864 flag. It, yeah. it may not be. It, there may be. But I think that's a 64 flag. I know we have one on our home field, too. I'm just not sure if, if that is what they have over there. Uh, there's a lot of character to this field, but none of it's on the field. Hey, there's a, uh, there's a hot shot to right. Uh, right fielder's going to knock it down off a couple of hops. Uh, John is going to make his tally that ace. Dean's going to stay on his first. That's going to have, put the Resolutes on the board one to nothing. Uh, we've we've got the Hewlett House, I believe that's called, out in right field. Uh, we've got a hill just to the left of that. we got trees all the way around the field. 
we do have a smaller tree and a small bush uh, as there's a steal by Dream Bucket. He's going to make his second. Huh. I couldn't help myself. I almost wanted to yell at him and say slide at that, at that point just because, <laughs> you know, being teammates for so many years. Oh, sure. It's instinctive. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not playing. I got to, you know, uh, go easy. There's a small as a pop-up down a third base line, and that's going to be caught just off the bag, and uh, that's going to do it. That was Woo for the Resolutes, and that's going to be three ounce for them. So after one inning, it's one to nothing. Uh, Resolutes. Uh, so there is a small, I don't know, is that a tree? It looks like a very big bush, and then there's a very small bush next to it. Those are very deep, though. I don't, to be honest, I don't think those will come into play at all. It would have to be a shot, and I'd love to see it, but uh, but I don't know. Why, oh, you think you could hit it that far? No. <laughs> Me neither. Me no. Neither. <laughs> uh uh, yeah, very rarely they probably come into play. That's what I'm saying is it's a very, it's funny. It's very hilly in every, all the directions you look. There's hills and uh, there's a road. There's all kinds of stuff, but then the field is just flat <laughs> in the middle of all of this <laughs> ge geography going on. It's uh, It's really good, though. They got this nice backstop. We don't come across a lot of backstops in the Midwest. Uh, that's, that's a big one. And uh, Grays are going to lead off here with, I got two names down here. Does that mean somebody's going to enter the game later? Yes, that would be what that would mean. So this, this is, is Kale. Kai. Kai's a lefty here. He's a good hitter. He also pitches the overhand for Providence a lot. So there is a good chance you'll see him throwing heat tomorrow. Does he throw lefty? Yes. Okay. Love hitting him because he is so good. So in the rare chance you are getting a hit on him, it is a prideful accomplishment when you successfully make a connection with that ball coming in so hot. <laughs> Even if it's caught and it's an out, it's it's a, it's a success to hit the ball when it's thrown that fast. Sometimes you know, uh, talking to you as much as I have over the last year, and there's a a, a pounder right into the ground in front of home plate. Pitcher is going to throw it over to first. It's going to be a little bit off. Uh, line is Kai is going to get his first on that. And you being from New York, wow. the accent doesn't really come out of you. Uh, but certain words, certain words do. And uh, and you just had one that just came out so New York just now. And then you go right back to just having a normal. Uh, there's a shot uh, to center field. Crawler's going to Try to make a, a play on it. It's going to get past him. They're going to keep Jerry at first base. Kai. That's Kai. He's a foul ball previously. Actually, he went back. Oh, oh, they went back to that. Okay, yeah, that, so that that's ended Kai. Up being foul ball. The one that looked like it was squirted right in front of the plate. It actually ended up being foul. Okay, so that's going to bring up Jerry. Another, another left-hander for the Providence Grays. As Kai is going to get his lead. This is Tony, not Jerry. Yep, they, they must have given you the wrong order. <laughs> That's right. They're trying to mess with you. They You know, they're like... I get it all the time. First, first time coming to New York, we're going to mess with you. I get it all the time. So <laughs> this is Tony, uh, wrong-hander. Now I know why you asked me to come over here, because I know who's who. <laughs> I, come, I ask you to come over here because I know you got a lot of important things to say, and I enjoy your company. Oh, thank you. That's very sweet <laughs> of you to say. So, I appreciate that. I do enjoy your company as well. So uh, Tony's going to hit a solid single into right center 
That's going to give Kai his second. So the Grays have something happening here with a couple of people on. This is John Henson. I believe Henson is yes. his last name. So I see him on the social medias. I truthfully don't know everyone's nickname, but I do know his nickname. And his nickname is Bones. Bones. And I just feel like, I don't know why he got that nickname. I've never asked him. But it could have something to do with maybe chicken wings and he eats the bone. I don't know. That's what I'm going to go with. Could it be because he's he so old me. and it's just a matter of time? Like, maybe maybe somebody has made a comment like, just get in the box. You're already bones. As there's a double steal, no throw. No, I'm probably wrong on that. But chicken, I notice in a lot of our conversations, there's a foul <laughs> ball that's going to take an English bounce back and the catcher can get it. Chicken comes up a lot in these conversations. Does chicken come up a lot? I, I would believe. I'm, I'm starving. Deal? I didn't eat for the day yet. I've already played two games. <laughs> I passed by here on my way to the car. I was going to go grab some refreshments, I think. Well, well you a separate should, cooler in the car. You should go get, you can go, you can go and come back if you want. You can do whatever you want. Take care of yourself. Get something to eat. I'll be here. <laughs> I wasn't going to go get food. Now I'm just going to go grab a couple of twisted teas so I can bring some back for you if you'd like. I don't. I don't indulge. And there's a foul ball down the third baseline that's going to be out of reach for everybody. The thing about twisted teas, I never had one, but I don't like iced tea. Oh, then you right there. You go. So I've never. Why would you? Right. Like if you don't like soda, you're, you know you wouldn't like. Coke I would. Or Sprite. You know, it didn't matter. I mean, I gave you apple pie moonshine. I just assumed there'd be something else. Why? Well, if you don't know me by now, I drink twisted tea, so I have a trunk full of that right now. I know. I saw a picture of you in front of a display at a store. Oh yeah, I was in heaven in that one. That was in Gettysburg. We, uh, I walked into the beer mart that was there. The erection was very noticeable and <laughs> quite embarrassing. There was a lot, a lot of twisted tea there, and they had all the flavors you could, uh, you could hope for. Are you, are you such a fan? As a couple of pictures have gone uh, short here, to John. Uh, and there's another one that's a little long. Uh, are you such a fan of Twisted Tea? You know what they're working on? Do you know? Is there something coming up? Uh, I don't know what they're working on. I do know. Was that a walk? That was a walk. They. Uh, okay. This is 64 in this game. So, yeah. They, he's, as you mentioned, there was a few balls that, uh, as we were talking, that went by that weren't so pleasantly available. The thing about a walk hit. that might interest people is, one, we never see these in the Midwest. Uh, so a walk, there was a runner on second and third, and the walk, they got to take their next base. They didn't stay there because the base was open. So, and Mr. Henson steals second. Uh, yeah, on a walk, all runners will advance. So if you've got a first and third, everybody goes. So that so, run will score. So Kai scored to even this up at ones. We got another lefty up here. It's Grandpa. Is that true? Yep. Uh, and that's a pop up to the first baseman. Grandpa's the, another lefty. Uh, first baseman not wearing any shoes. And that would be the Atlantic's teammate, Hobo, who has no shoes on. Yeah, th there is another lefty, uh, Jamie, up for the Grays. This is the ninth hitter uh, with a pretty like belt. Four or five lefties. In a row. Uh, wow. But there's got to be a time where that, that bit him wearing... Uh, no, no shoes. There's a, a bouncer to hobo. The last bounce was not very polite, and ate him up, and it goes into right field. Uh, I don't want to say if he was wearing cleats, he might have had the traction to get that ball. Oh, don't say it. Ground, but uh, I'm gonna say it because. 
So I personally prefer when he wears cleats. <laughs> Tony's going <laughs> to score on that. John Henson's going to move over to third. Jamie's going to take his first. And then uh, top back up to the Jamie, top of the Jamie's lineup. Steal. Yeah, there he goes. So this is going to be a close play. Yeah, the slide was necessary Head first on that. slide around the base, avoiding a tag. And there's a pop-up that's going to be just a little bit out oh, of the Can't reach. play it off the backstop. Got to play it off the fly of the backstop, if anything. Yeah, it did a short ground. bounce. It hit the ground and then hit the backstop. Yeah. And, uh, and there's all the way down the left field line uh, coming up to the path where the people are. Now, that is something that's very Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> very... very a very well-hit way foul ball. Mm. We're good at them. We pride ourselves on our long fly foul balls. Now, Providence is back to the top of the order. No, I don't see him hitting another foul, foul ball. I feel like his last A-B, he drove one up the middle. And he's probably going to try and do the same. It's a little bit of a gap. Oh. Ball gets past the catcher, but the backstop saves it. No one advances. I know it's an audio element, but the pitcher for the Resolutes as a ball down the third baseline looks like it was uh, no comment, so that's a fair ball. It's a long throw over to first base, and it did not get him. The throw back over to third is not going to be online as well. A lot of we got John Henson scoring that tally on that. We got Jamie taking his third, and we got Mike taking his first on that. Uh, almost better off holding on to that one instead of throwing it over to first to keep the guy at second because uh, that was a long throw to have to make. Well, you know what I took away from the throw was that the third baseman's a lefty. So a ball hit to his right down the line. He actually had to spin oh, yeah. to kind of throw yeah. across his body. And I think that took even more from him, which was shocking. Um, but he, you know, he had almost nothing to lose. The runner was kind of already in, in by the plate. Uh, so Mike takes his, uh, his second on a steal. And uh, I was saying the pitcher for the Resolutes, his pants have so many rips and tears in it. it he almost looks like a mummy out there. <laughs> that was one thing I, I brought up to you. I, I did bring up in one of our interviews a question about uniform uh, accuracy and uniform uh, put-togetherness, if you will. A lot of us play so hard, uh, aggressively stealing or diving to make a play. Sure. Our uniforms get ripped, and you had mentioned that not everyone may have a second uniform where you guys play, and a lot of our guys probably don't either, and that's why you're going to see a lot of rips and tears in the jerseys, especially when it's hot like this. I would sweat. tell you this. We, we do not play with the style that would hand, that would hurt too many uniforms in the Midwest. So. So you can hold on to a uniform and not have a lot of damage to it, unless you're a Canton corn shucker. But uh, <laughs> those young boys, they're uh, they're buying new uniforms every two or three years, maybe. Well, I wouldn't doubt it. I have no inside information on that. As uh, there's a pop up by Banquet, that's going to take a little English roll right back to us. Mister Canino's going to get in front of it, bend down beautifully, make the play on the flip. Give you a nice view. And. Uh, but I think I think we might have a little more vanity streak in in the Midwest as far as we would we would definitely buy a new pair of pants instead of doing that. <laughs> not I'm not saying one way or the other is better. I'm just stating a fact. 
That looks like a foul ball. Bouncer, everyone's got to get back. Lay out in front of it. Uh, there's been quite a quite a few many balls here in the early going. Hit right questionably on that third base side of home plate. Uh, Providence Grays is is uh what's the gentleman's name? Johnny. That's a very low pitch. It's a roller. John Valley? Yes. Yeah. Is he here? Yes. So he's playing, right? He, he just played a game with the Knickerbocker experience against the Atlantic, so I don't know if he's in another. There's a line drive down the third baseline. He's going to get past the third baseman. That's going to score two. Uh, well placed. Well placed by Banquet. He's going to take his first. As the Grays have started putting up some runs in the second inning. I would expect a steal attempt here. Uh, that's going to bring up Aiden. And this is the ninth batter in the inning for the Grays. There are two outs as we we did have Brian. Brian, the second batter for the Grays, did uh, did make a Aiden an out while we were. In the leg with that pitch. But he does not get to take his base, as you know. No freebies here. There's a, a pickoff attempt over to first. Well, it looks like Hobo's jerseys on the side. The seam is gone, too. It looks almost like a, a dress. <laughs> uh, a summer, one of those short summer dresses. Today's, he, today's actually Hobo's birthday. Oh, he Happy looks lovely. Birthday Happy birthday to Hobo. How old is he? I'm going to say 30. 34. 34. Yeah. There's a steal of second with a slide. Uh, proper slide. For banquet and popped up uh, and didn't even dirty his handkerchief. See that you can slide and be clean. You can slide and be clean. It looks pretty. Uh, when I slide, it's like a crash and burn kind of thing. A lot of uh, when I slide, <laughs> when I used to slide, there'd be like springs and smoke and nuts and bolts and and stuff and. Uh, but I would do it. Uh, there's a well-hit ball past the third baseman in the left field. That's gonna that's gonna give Aiden his first. It's gonna move Banquet down to third. As the Grays are hitting line drives. Uh, here comes Kai, who let off who let off this inning. He's a good baseball player. And there's a steal. Uh, right through the wickets of the catcher, so no throw on that. Aiden takes a second. Good pitch. I mean, this is... Batter's warned on that one. We're sitting in the shade under a tent. Thank you, by the way. Thank you to uh, the people here involved that got me a tent and a table. There's a another line drive into right center field. Crowler's going to come up with it, but it is going to score two. Uh, as Kai brings in two runs, Banquet and Aiden tally those aces. And uh, lots of line drives out there for the Grays right now. Uh, so it's actually feels pretty good right now. It's almost perfect. It's because we're in the shade. I'm st I still haven't stopped sweating from my game. I just had to take a <laughs> sip of Gatorade to kind of cool me down. But it's hot out here today. And uh, in Michigan, I'd be used to a lot of flies and mosquitoes around me. But you know what I'm getting around the tent here are dragonflies. 
There were a lot of dragonflies on the other field too. And I was shocked. Big ones. Yeah, they're man. not small. They're little. They're big dragons. So uh, we got Tony up here now. Uh, this is, I believe, this is where the the string of lefties begins. Kai started it off, I guess. You know, it's difficult playing against a team that's got a long string of lefties, and that's pounded into the ground. Uh, it's going to be foul. Uh, because you, right field is sometimes a defensive position where you can hide somebody. But when you come across a team that's got five left-handed or four left-handed bats, you there's no hiding. Not even at second base. No, you need to have a good player on all sides of the field. And that's a, a tomahawk chop way foul. Uh, he went way, way up to get that one. And I don't think there's any water around here as far as the ball. That it could go in or you want to take there, a dip? No. For the ball well, to go right now, no, just no. for the ball. <laughs> no, it's all it's all grass, thankfully, no water. Because if there was, I'm sure that water would be tarnished by the many bodies of the players here today. We'd all be jumping oh, in it with this heat. I thought you were just going to stop it at the many bodies because <laughs> we're in New York. And I was just going to. Well, there, I'm sure there are those. Bodies of water My whole plan <laughs> coming here was to find the body of Jimmy Hoffa so I can just be rich. It's like a lottery ticket. Whoever finds Hoffa, they're set. There's a, a grounder down the first baseline. Hobo's going to get in front of it and knock it down, uh, pick it up, and barefoot that base uh, for the third down of the inning. And... Uh, he played it. Take a water break here. They were out in that inning for a long time. A lot of runs. Nine runs. Uh, that's gonna be. Looks like seven. That's gonna make it seven to one. Yeah, I gotta get Johnny on the show for a full hour-long interview. Uh, I'm gonna. T is he gonna be at the party tonight? He absolutely should be. So I'm gonna talk to him about it then. He's a musician. Uh, uh, no, I know. Okay. I've seen. I've seen some stuff. Uh. I'm excited about the possibility. I just hope he cares enough to let me do it. Because uh, that would be phenomenal. How many people are going to be at this party tonight? Um, 100? I don't know. Give me a give me an Anthony Canino story from one of these parties in the past. Oh, man. One that you can say. One that I can say. And um, uh, just a memory, you know. I do remember we had a rookie on our team years, years, years ago. Um, See ya. He had possibly drank too much. I'll tell Maybe it was the heat. Here, just in case they need a player. Could have been from just the long game games all day, but he ended up uh, laying down on the grass while everybody was still sitting by the fire and drinking until we realized that he had laid down and fell asleep. So we decided to move all the chairs around him. Uh, like in a circle, so that whenever he woke up, he would just be surrounded by the empty chairs and not know why that why oh. that was where he fell asleep. Yeah, but yeah, we had done that. Uh, that was maybe about eight eight years ago, a long time ago. Uh, he woke up rather confused, and nobody was around him either. So he just walked to find us and was like, uh, "What happened?" <laughs> so Ben, the leadoff hitter for the Resolutes, makes his first. Yeah, because when you wake up, that first foggy three seconds can be quite complicated if you wake up surrounded by a bunch of, like, where are you? First thing you got to check is make sure you still have your pants on. That's that the first happens. thing you check? Well, that's the that's first if thing. I'm wearing them. 
I mean, you know. The first thing I assume is I don't have my pants on. <laughs> oh, there's a tip back to the catcher. They're going to throw way over. They intentionally threw over on a foul ball to bait the runner so that he would continue running and they could make the play to get the base runner out back at first. So once the ball was struck foul, the base runner of first base started going to second base. Unbeknownst to him, it was foul, and he really should have never left the first base bag. So when the catcher caught the ball and overthrew it, they just made a great defensive play to get that runner out of this inning. So this is a play that I've heard about. This is my favorite play. Uh, <laughs> I've heard about that play happening, and I didn't even – Obviously, I didn't pick up on it when it happened. The ball went foul. They threw it to, to first, which, for one, throws me off because in the Midwest, if you gotta, if you're going to get the guy off of first, you have to go through the pitcher, and the catcher threw it directly to first base, but actually he threw it into right field on purpose. First base went over to pitcher went over to first base to touch the ball, but he did well after the. Right, right, right. After, yes. So he purposely threw it into right field instead of going through the pitcher. So the runner took off, assuming that he had, uh, and there's a foul tip by Owen, uh, who's up for the Resolutes. Uh, now they have two outs. And so then the pitcher makes his way over to first base so he can receive the ball, therefore making the out uh, as the runner was still at second base. And then listening to his team about how he's about to be made out, hung his head in shame and walked off the field. But, yes, I've heard of this play in existence, and that play right there made this whole trip worth it. I mean, that's it. Yeah, if you've and never seen a... that before, that's something that uh, actually happens pretty common. And in the first inning, there were a couple hidden ball trick attempts that the defense had I done on the Elizabeth those. side, but, uh, but they didn't get the guy. So that's why I didn't mention it, but it was an attempt. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to be sly out there. You got to be awake at all times on the base pass. Always watch the ball and know where the ball is. Because if you don't, most likely the gentleman next to you has it and he's going to be tagging you. So after two innings, seven to one, uh, in favor of the Grays who are coming back up after a fine defensive inning. So they got to they got to feel good about the way they're playing uh, and definitely striking uh, line drives all over the place. Mr. Henson looks like he's played in about six games today, as even though he's wearing a gray uniform, that's a different kind of gray. That's <laughs> a I've been in the dirt all day gray. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's a dirty bones. <laughs> Maybe maybe that's why he's bones is because he's always digging in the dirt, like an archaeologist. No, could be. Nah, that's probably wrong. Maybe he sleeps in the ground at night. Maybe he plays dice. Oh, that's clever. That could be it. Maybe he is an archaeologist. Do we know what he does? I do not. Maybe he's just a big fan of that show, Bones. <laughs> what the actor? What's the actor's name? I don't know. I hated that show. David uh, Burowitz, or uh, I'm close. I'm in the area. It was an angel, wasn't it? Is it the same guy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is the same guy. Uh, bouncer down the third baseline. Uh, hey, I want to recommend. I haven't I haven't done a, a recording since I watched the show, but I got a recommendation for everybody to go watch on Hulu. 
It's a show called The Beef. It's eight episodes, and it's glorious. I'll have to check that out. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with, and here's a pitch to John Henson. Uh, grounder to third. Third baseman up. Nice. It's going to be a couple of bounces to first offline, so Mr. Henson's going to take his first. I don't know if you're familiar with the show uh, Shameless. Yes. So uh, uh, there's an actor, Jeremy White, in Shameless. He plays Lip. Okay. Uh, he is, so he's the star of the beef, and he plays a a guy who went to school and was trained a lot in the culinary arts. So he's a chef, and he's been a chef in some of the finest restaurants in the world. And his brother owns a beef restaurant in Chicago. And there's uh, Mr. Henson going to second. Here's a left-handed throw down and. There was a lot of steam on that throw. Uh, Mr. Henson was th thinking about going back to third as it went into center field, but he uh, he makes his way back to second safely. And uh, so his so it's just a beef sandwich shop in Chicago or whatever. So his brother owns that, and the brother uh, passes away. And I don't want to give a lot of details to people out there, but so. Uh, Carmi is the name of uh, the, the guy who went to culinary school and all that stuff and who's a real good chef. His brother and uh, Mr. Henson, a balk. We just had a balk call. Uh, and we're going to have Mr. Canino explain that play. Well, I'll try to do my best, but from the look of it, uh, the pitcher was mightily uh, in his motion already and started to lean forward and take a step. He wanted to throw it to the batter at home, but the base runner started darting from second to third, and uh, his teammates uttered out to him that the base runner was going, so unfortunately kind of held him up, and he stopped his motion and uh, threw over to third, which unfortunately is a ball since he did not deliver that pitch and to then, home plate. And then Grandpa is going to take a walk. Uh, directly after that, causing Mr. Henson to tally an ace, and then Grandpa is going to take a second on a steal. Uh, it is, I'm telling you what, I'm I, the first game I've started recording on today. I have seen it's little differences, but it's huge how different this game is. This is a pop up to second base by Jamie. I think we're only in the second inning too. <laughs> we're in the top of the. Oh, it's top of the I want to say it's the top of the third. Yeah, top of the third. And this game doesn't look anything like a Midwest vintage baseball game. Uh, I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying. No, this is good. This is different. Well, yeah. No, it's <laughs> according to the rules, it's good. And uh, it is so different. I mean, the way that your head has to be in the game so much more. It's I don't think intensity or aggressiveness is the right word. It's, it's your it's your playing chess out on the East Coast, and we're playing checkers. Uh, there's a shot down the left field line that was called fair. Grandpa's going to take his third, and and uh, Mike is going to take his first on that. He's back to the top of the the order. It's just uh, you got a lot more time to think in the Midwest because the ball's dead, and uh, and things like that just don't happen. That balk doesn't happen. That that play that just happened in inning ago where they deked out the runner by throwing over his head on a foul ball, 
we could actually do that play in the Midwest by our rules. It just never happens. And there's a attempted steal down to second. So they throw down to second. They're not going to get them, and the run is going to come in and score on that. Grandpa scores from third. So Brian's up to the plate. They just got a, another lefty, by the way. Brian's a second hitter. I, there's five of them. It's got to be five lefties. At least. And uh, there's a base hit. Ball into the ground. Second baseman's going to knock it down. He's not going to try to make the throw to first, so he's going to eat it, as they say. That's going to take Kai over to third. Or uh, Mike over to third. I'm sorry. That's from the last inning. Uh, whatever. It's going to bring a banquet. There's a uh, throw over to first. So, yeah, so the catcher of the Resolutes is got to be one of the best athletes on the on the roster. And he's he moves really good back there. He's catching it with one hand. Uh, he's a lefty. And he's in the game. Yeah, the catcher is probably the hardest position to play in vintage, in my opinion. And I'm not just saying that because I started playing it more recently, but I've always been an outfielder my whole life, and outfield is very boring because you could play a possession, an inning, uh, and not have the ball come your way, but catcher is in on every pitch and every play, and you never know if it's a foul ball you'd have to chase. You never know if it's a smart play, like a trick play, that you need to be paying attention to to help your fielders out, help your pitcher out, let them know what's going on behind them. Catcher's position is very important. I always enjoy playing the catcher's position because of everything that you just said, how you're not bored. Grounder, second baseman, is going to bounce up on him. There's a slide into first base. Now that is a safety slide. And Banquet's going to take us first. That's going to move Brian over to third. That's going to score Mike. And the Grays are kicking up their heels again with three so far. Uh, first and third for the Grays with just one out so far. There's a, another strong throw down to second. It's not going to get the runner. He does have a strong enough arm to where the third baseman cannot just go ahead and assume he can score on an attempted. It's Mike D, not Mike Amelia. <laughs> Sorry. Just wanted to clarify the name. Mike there. Duggan. Sorry, I keep saying Mike. That's what it has written down. <laughs> We're not a professional operation. Just deal with it. It's not your fault. I can tell that's how it was written. <laughs> <laughs> it's not your fault. Here's a fly ball out to right field. He's going to catch it on the bound. He is. He attempted to catch it on the fly. Uh, misplay did catch it on the bound. That's going to score Brian from third base. Uh, but that is going to be the second out by Aiden. That's going to bring up Kai. Kai's uh, third at bat in the last two innings. And uh, two for two. He's looking for another one. My apologies to Mike Dugan. But from now on, you're mic'd to me. <laughs> <laughs> Got to run out there with one of these microphones, and then he would be mic'd. <laughs> 
I do want to thank my daughter for going and she made the error on the name, but I appreciate her going and getting the lineups from these teams so I can sit here and have some semblance of what in the heck's going on. I hope you paid her well. I'm not. <laughs> well, I am. She's on vacation, so that's go. not that true. Counts. She got paid with a vacation. She gets a meal, right? <laughs> she got a meal. I I pay for the meal first, and then I get to work. I don't think she'd believe me other other way around. I want to know about this flag down the left field line. It's only red and white stripes. There's nothing else on it. That is correct, but there are words on the stripes, I believe. Okay. There's a bouncer shortstop. There's going to be a throw to first. It's a, a it's a throw right on the money. Uh, <laughs> happy, hobo didn't have his shoes on, so he happy didn't birthday, catch it. hobo! Uh, it's an error. Banquet's gonna tally. I'll be back. I'm gonna take a run to my car. I'm gonna come back with a twisted tea that you're gonna drink. Okay. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> so that's gonna bring up Tony. As uh, the nine people in the lineup really gets around to everybody quick. Uh, sometimes you see a game where there's 14 people in the lineup, and it takes forever to get back to certain people. There's a couple of, uh, I can't hear the umpire. Uh, I assume that he's already calling balls and strikes at this point. But I can't hear what he's saying, so I never know. There's a ball hit down the left field line. It looks like it's being called fair. So Tony's going to take his first, and uh, Kai is going to take his second. And that's going to bring up Mr. Henson again. I mean, see how quick they go through these lineups, and there's a misplay. Uh, there's going to be a throw down to third, and that's not going to be in time as Kai is going to take his third and Tony's going to take his second. Uh, I got to tell you, I, I don't know what the Resolutes look like when they're at full strength. Uh, I am disappointed that I'm not getting a chance to see it because I don't know when I will see them again. Uh, they definitely have some talented guys on the team. Uh, this catcher is definitely an athlete, I'll tell you that, and he's earning his keep today as he runs down another foul ball as he's just in on every play. He's got to be. He's going to be so tired at the end of this day, I'll tell you. But uh, I am seeing Providence as a there's a bound out back to the pitcher from Mr. Henson, and that's going to be the third out. So looking at my scorebook, that was five more runs. For the Providence Grays, that's going to take it to 12-1, to 1, according to what I have. Uh, but the Providence Grays, so impressive. They have the right mix of ages, abilities. They, uh, they are an impressive-looking team, I'll tell you that. And I'll be interested. I know tonight at the party, like I said, there's a there's a guy that plays for the Graves. He's not playing in this game. I want to interview him so bad. I'm going to talk to him over an adult beverage of some sort. Looks like we got somebody new coming into the 
uh, Resolutes. And uh, I'm not sure who he is. I don't know what club he plays for. He could be a member of the Resolutes for all I know. That just showed up late or whatever. Uh, he's... Crawler looks like he's on deck, so this might be somebody in the game for Craig for the Resolutes as there's a pop-up. It's going over the second baseman's head, but you're going to get a bounce to the right fielder, but he misplays that bounce. Uh, so this new gentleman takes his first on this, and that's... Well, you see, that's going to bring up Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little lost. I think that guy was batting for Hobo. That's what that was. So that was the ninth batter, batting for Hobo. There's a misplay down the third base line, so this is going to take it back up to the top of the lineup, and this is Craig, the pitcher, with his mummy pants. Uh, there's a well-hit ball down the left field line that's going to get down. I'll tell you what, I would love, now I'm fantasy booking, f totally fantasy booking in my in my head right now. I would love to see this Providence Grace team against Canton. I'm, they've probably played each other, and I just don't know about it. i got to look at the schedule. Maybe they do play. Uh, oh, well, that's. Now I feel stupid. That's the 8.30 match in the morning. I can't wait for that game. There's a ball hit into left center field. It's going to go between the wickets of the center fielder. He's going to throw it to third base. They are going to get the runner going to third base. He's going to be out. Uh, he should have slid. So <laughs> I guess I'm a proponent of sliding now. What's going on here? Uh, Craig's going to take his first first downs at third base, and that's going to bring up Crawler from the Brooklyn Atlantics filling in for the Resolutes. So, yeah, 8.30 tomorrow morning. It's the Corn Shuckers against these Grays in an 1884 uh, rules match, and that's going to be the highlight of my trip out here for sure. But this, seeing the Grays play is incredible. I uh, definitely makes it worth it that I made this trip, just seeing what I've seen so far. We got a stolen base there by Craig, by the way. So Crawler's up with a guy in second, one out. As the Resolutes need, and there's a hit to left field by Crawler. That's going to be a one big bounce to the left fielder. He's going to make that. He's going to make that play, and then uh, we're going to have the runner getting into third safely. On the bound, two ounce in the inning, guy on third. There was a slide. I don't know what happened there. It looked like somebody got hurt very uh, minorly, though, as we're getting back to gameplay right here. That's bringing up John from the Resolutes. There's a, a misplay by the catcher, but the runner on third has no ambition or thoughts of even thinking about running home. So I know what's on his mind. 
Uh, there's a high hit ball to left field. Left fielder's got to get on his horse in the back. It takes a huge hop. He dives. He dives completely the opposite way, Jim Edmonds style, away from home plate and catches that ball to record that third out. An incredible defensive play out there in left field. And the Resolutes are going to come up empty again. Uh, so that's going to keep the score 12 to 1 as we move to the top of the fourth. It's a fantastic, uh, a fantastic defensive play out there in left field. So here's Johnny. Johnny for the Providence Grays is coming up right now. I think I saw him in there defensively. I think this is his first at bat. I'm not sure. My apologies if I'm incorrect on that. This is absolutely the uh, the interview I want to come away with this weekend, though, is Mr. I, uh, Carvelli. Carvel. It, it's probably Carvel. Uh, I want it to be Carvelli, though, for some reason. There's no I. Uh, he's a musician. If if you haven't seen Mr. Carvel's stuff, as he pops out to the third baseman, and there's a young gentleman who just took it in the wiener, uh, right through the hands to the wiener. And uh, so Johnny's going to take his first. That's going to bring up Grandpa. Or is that is that bringing up? Or is this Jamie? I think Johnny is in for the game for Grandpa. I think this is Jamie. And uh, Johnny's over there stealing second. Here's the the strong left-handed throw. He he wouldn't have got him. It's an overthrow, but that's a strong arm. It's a strong arm at catcher. You gotta want it. You got to want to steal off this guy. Now, he hasn't thrown anybody out. He's all for everybody. But that that stat is so misleading. So they got Crawler. The uh, Resolutes have Crawler in that pitcher right now. And uh, I do believe I saw him do some pitching in Frankenmuth. And... Uh, Here's a fly ball to left field. It's going to get camped underneath and caught on the fly. So the runner's going to get back. That's going to bring it up to the top of the order. Mike Duggan. Mike'd. He's mic'd and ready to go. Uh, I love it when I make mistakes. And... Uh, I like to turn on my microphone so you get some ambient sound. I'm the only question I ever have about my ambient sound is uh, there's a steal by Johnny over to third. Is that I'm going to pick up other people's conversations. I always feel like it's an invasion of privacy because I don't know what they're talking about. Is there's a ball hit between the third and shortstop in the left field? 
on the ground. That's going to make his first, and Providence is going to start her up again with another run uh, being scored there. That's going to bring Brian up. But uh, you can see the, the, the sweat and the look on people's eyes as they, they have uh, – there's a steal attempt. Here comes the throw. That one's going to get down low. And uh, that's going to be another steal. And uh, here we go. The Resolutes are game. Their game for this. Uh, hats off to them. Looks like they came in short. Thanks to the Atlantics for filling in. So you got an Atlantics. You got a young man that took one in the wiener at third base. I don't know if he's ever going to want to play vintage baseball again. And uh, there's a fly ball to center field. It's uh, going to be taken by Mr. Emma in short center field on the fly. And that's going to be the second out there. It's going to bring a banquet. Shades moving. And there's another steal that's happening. There's a throw down to third. It's a strong throw. Uh, Wiener hands over there. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell his friends at school he just got called Wiener hands. Uh, it's the young man that's filling in at third base for the Resolutes, uh, trying his best. He's obviously got some baseball background, even at this age. He's a youngin. Uh, and he looks good, and he looks the part, and everything – and his baseball future looks bright, except the one off the wiener. Mr. Emma with uh, a great play at short to get the throw over accurately to first, but it's going to come up. Uh, not going to get there in time. Slide into first, and then the pop-up over to – pops up to get over to second quickly. That's going to score uh, Mr. Duggan. And that's going to bring Aiden up with a guy on second. Uh I would assume the young man at third base is uh, a son of somebody uh, on the Resolutes, and that's one of the best parts about vintage baseball. When you can take the field, as there's a right ball into right center field, that's going to beat everybody, and that's getting past everybody to the house yard. Uh, it's the farthest ball I've seen hit today. Uh, they're looking for the ball, looking for the ball. We're at third base. We're at a triple. He's going to. He's said. No, he's going for it, and that's a home run. There's not going to be a throw. Uh, a well-struck ball by Aiden. It's two more runs for the Providence Grays. That ball got hit in the right field where there's a, a house, and you can. There's no basement. There's like a found. There's there's posts holding up this house, right? So the ball goes underneath the house, and probably got lost in some of the the weeds and and such that's underneath there, and it's all you can get. That's accurate no matter where you go, uh, pretty much all you can get. Nothing you can do about that. That's going to bring up Kai. Uh, grounder to second. There's going to be a throw over to first, and that is going to take care of the Grays. Uh, that's four, four more for the Providence Grays. That's going to make this score 16-1. to 
uh, and the Resolutes are going to come to bat in the bottom of the fourth. So you really, on this field, you really got to get a hold of one. And his ball wasn't hit all, that wasn't all air. That was, uh, there was a lot of, that was a line drive with a lot of go-go on it that got all the way to that house. But it was amazing for sure. How you doing? Very good. Yeah. And so he, I mean, I'm going to have a peach twisted tea. So it's going to com combine two things I don't like, tea and peach. And uh, I'm going to I'm going to drink all of it anyway because beggars can't be choosers. Should be sponsored by them. I hope they're listening. He doesn't like tea and he doesn't like peach, and he's giving it a shot. So anybody who just has never tried one, I'd suggest try it. And see well, I'll think. tell you this: I deliver twisted tea, so I'm up for it. Not to me. No. Uh, it's not carbonated. It's iced tea, but it's spiked. I don't. There's a ball hit down the left field line. I think I saw some chalk. So he's running. Running, bumbling, stumbling. It's Mr. Emma going to second base as they get the ball in. It's a fine hit by Mr. Emma as the Resolutes finally have something, have something to cheer about. Yeah, they're Italian. I'm giving you the thumbs up. See? So that doesn't taste like peach or tea. I got to tell you. I mean, you're smiling. You're not. You didn't make a no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. But I'm really searching. Because of how much I don't like iced tea, as there's a couple of bounces to the left fielder. Throw's going to come into third. Mr. Arnold's going to be safe at third. Then, because the fielders weren't paying attention, Woot for the Resolutes caught everybody sleeping, and he uh, made his second on that. So a heads-up play, fine running play by Woot. That's going to bring up Ben. I heard usually if you drink yeah. while you're uh, podcasting and recording, it usually tends to spice things up a little bit. Does it? Is that what I need to do is get spicy? Is there's a intentional ball hit to the right side? You meant to do that. He was trying to sacrifice himself for the team, and uh, he grounded out to the first baseman. So I like where his head's at. Uh, as usual, I can understand where the thought process was not followed up by execution. <laughs> That's going to bring up Crystal, the resolute. I have seen that. Not this brand. And there's a bouncer to the second baseman, and it ate him up, that second bounce. Well, the second bounce was just as bad as the first bounce, and both bounces were bad. There's a throw into home to try to get the second runner trying to score. He's going to be safe. There's another throw, and you still have the gentleman over at first, Chris making his first. So there, the Resolutes get a couple runners to score on that. And now they're getting some, uh, some darkness on their score sheet. And here comes Wiener Hands. Uh, I call him Wiener Hands because he took one in the wiener because oh. he missed it. <laughs> he, oh, no. It went, through, it, yeah, it went through his hands to his wiener. It was more of a fly ball, but it was kind of a, a short fly ball. Hope he still has his wiener. Well. He didn't lose it in that action. It's I, I have 
took in some pleasure in making fun of this young man, but I also, I have also been pumping him up as well. Uh, <laughs> To make, to, just in case he or his father, there's a, a steal throw, with a slide. It's a good throw, and he's safe. I will say, when you hear about all this sliding that happens, you just assume, you just assume that this is all as uh, the young gentleman pounds it into the ground of the short. Shortstop's going to come up with a, well, the throw had steam on it, and it was offline, so it's gone into the trees. That's going to score a run. Uh, young Mr. Owen is going to uh, foul, go around second. He's going to get to third. And, uh, and stuff is happening here this inning for the Resolutes. Yeah, you know, if you noticed, uh, when they substituted and took Hobo out of the game, they started scoring some runs and producing some offense here all of a sudden. And the defense improved mightily. Uh <laughs> I'm only teasing Hobo because he just walked over. I believe this is the gentleman that came in the game for Hobo. Yep. Henderson. Henderson. All right. I'm Bo Henderson. So there's a there's a bound down to the pitcher. The throw over to third to get young Mr. <laughs> Owen. Uh, was not fruitful as he is back safely. <laughs> That's going to go back up to the top of the order uh, for Craig. The heat difference is crazy. Uh, so you think you hear all the stealing uh, that happens on the East Coast. And one of the things we worry about in the Midwest is uh, promotion of the game. How boring would it be? Well, the thing is, is you're not thinking of the spider web effect as, as uh, the ball gets past the catcher, but there's going to be no advance. The spider web effect is, is such as when you play the game where there's so much stealing, one of your best players has to play catcher. So in the Midwest, catcher can be a position where you're hiding somebody because we because we don't play, and that ball is caught on the fly in left field for the third out for the Resolutes, but they did score three, making that score 16-4. to four. Uh so we do have some clubs in the Midwest that do put one of their better players at catcher, and I'll tell you what, those are some of the better defensive clubs. That's no coincidence. Uh, but generally, I would say you're almost hiding somebody, especially 64 clubs. 67 clubs, not so much. There's still a good player back there. But, Anthony, am I correct that – in, in this style of play, the catcher's one of your best players. I would think so. I feel like the catcher's position requires a lot of attention at all times. He's the only guy who can see behind the pitcher and all of the field uh, and let the pitcher know if, he, if a runner is leading or stealing or if it seems as if you know, there are, there's a chance you could get him if you go back to the base. That's something the catcher sees. So now your first baseman, he's trying to possibly hold a runner on. Second baseman, he might not be. Maybe shortstop is holding on a runner at second. But that catcher is able to see and kind of position players uh, when necessary, whether it's a pull hitter that's coming up or somebody who's more of a line drive hitter. I find that I can try to move guys. I don't always move them into the right position. And they don't always listen either, but I can definitely try to move them to where I think the ball might be hit, and that comes from experience. So I've been playing 20 years, putting me back there 
I think helps my team's defense exponentially. And if we have somebody, let's say it's their first time playing a game, I wouldn't necessarily want to see them attempt uh, the catcher position without some experience because they may not know what to do. You generally think, oh, okay, easy, I catch the ball. But there is a lot more that goes into it. And with all these steals I've seen today, these are not – oh, and there's a flying bat with a one-hopper into fair territory. Fine play by the catcher. It's finally – finally I can hang my head on the fact that I've been talking good things about this uh, catcher all day, and he finally did something. Uh, but these steals down to second are not givens. These are closer plays, uh, just about 75% of them that are just a step. A step difference from the throw. And if these throws were a tad more accurate, you would definitely have a lot more outs. There's an English foul ball back to the catcher. That's another good play. The catcher had to dart to his left, and he didn't have to dive, but he had to make a quick reaction off the, if, the tip of the bat. If you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. Uh, here's Johnny Carvel, I believe. Uh, future, future interviewee we'll, we'll see as you can tell with the ambient microphone that the tent is getting a, little, uh, a few more people in there so i'm not going to listen to their conversations because that's that's not cool but uh, i'm not responsible for anything said just so you know okay so it sounds like that's a foul tick oh would make three in the inning. Three outs in a row. Well, that's catcher. A and we were just talking about how important that catcher's position is, and that's a great example of it right there. They, he, he shut down that whole inning. He sure did. Uh, so the Providence Grays go out one, two, three for the first time in this game. The Resolute's got to be feeling good about this. Uh, my, my, my. All it took was for Hobo to get kicked out of the game. Who knew? Except Anthony Crawler's going to lead off the inning. So Twisted Tea Peach is kind of like delicious. So it's not my bag, baby. But it's it's not because it's iced tea and it's peach. I don't taste the peach. Really? And I do, It's it sort of tastes like iced tea to me, but not that. It's smooth. Oh, yeah, no it's carbonation. Like, it goes down no. better than water. I mean, it's not bad. But if I were to have to drink Twisted Tea, and there's a ball hit by Crawler into left field on a couple of hops, so he's going to take us first, it wouldn't be Peach. I think, uh, and it wouldn't be Blueberry. It, it might be, like, maybe the half and half. Half and half is probably my second best or second favorite uh, over Peach. Peach I do like the best. no. And I'm interested about the raspberry. Raspberry, I've There's had. only one man that would dare give me the raspberry. Spaceballs. You don't get Spaceballs references nowadays as much as you should. I know, right? Uh, uh, um, and jam. <laughs> There's only one man that would dare jam my radar. Lone Star. Pickoff attempt over to second base to try and get Crawler since he stole second. He gets back safe, but they're watching him. 
Mr. Henson's uh, manner, and there's a left uh, well-struck ball in the left field, and he's going. Crowler's going to stay third. Crowler's at third. John takes his first. Uh, the pitcher, Mr. Henson, for the Providence Grays, you can tell he knows what he's doing. His footwork, uh, the speed, changing the speeds, not not necessarily on the ball, but in his delivery. You know, sometimes he, he goes quicker. Sometimes he slows it down. Uh, is there's a misplay there? by the catcher, and that's going to bring Crowler in for the score. I think he got in. Oh, they called him out. I think his feet got in. I know he was under it. Uh, do we do we heckle the umpire? See this. I talked to you about my my feeling towards umpires, right? What would you normally do if you weren't? Just do what you would normally do. Well, what I'd normally do is I would I would have to walk off, uh, hopefully with my head just held down low, with, without cursing too much or yelling. Um, but there's a chance that I would. That's for sure. Uh, I would loudly uh, say my frustrations out loud. But uh, but it is what it is. That's the thing about the umpire making a call. If the umpire doesn't make a call, then you've got 18 people at least just looking at you like, whoa, what are you doing? What's so going on here? Do you That's do the, the thing where when, so that, made a call. when that play happened, both the, uh, the pitcher and the runner looked up to the umpire, yes. and we play in the Midwest that only captains are allowed to address the umpire. So anybody can address the umpire here? Uh, to 100% say the accuracy of it, the captain is supposed to be the one who would address the umpire only. However, what they were looking up at him for was for the call because they didn't necessarily hear outer safe and there is no... Uh, but he's responsible for a call on that he, play? He is responsible for making a call on every play. There is no... Well, it's assumed I'm out. There will be players who can assume that you're out, and they'll walk away for sure. But there, there's got to be a call. That's that's the whole reason why he's there. So, Mr. Emma just hit a hard hit, hard hit ball to the right fielder who took it on a couple of hops and then threw it to first base, uh, very hard and very accurate, and the first baseman. Uh, stuck out his paw and did not bring it in, or Mr. Emma would have been out on a ball hit to the right fielder. Yeah, we don't we don't play um, like an umpire as an independent arbiter, where if like no one knows what the call is, you ask him and they're like, oh, this is what it was. He, he spoke, we play it as he makes every call. On, you know, okay, because the way we do it in the Midwest is gentlemen, gentlemen. Uh, it's the runner and the the guy who's making the tag. They're supposed to talk about it. If they can't come to an agreement, then the captain can decide whether he wants to bother the umpire with it as there's a, a well-hit one hopper to the third baseman for the second out by well, Woot. Well, as you spoke, and you just mentioned they'd, they'd have to bother the umpire. If nobody bothers the umpire, how do you know he's still awake? Yeah, well, you True. Quarter and turn him on. You know? True. <laughs> Activate him. Uh, you guys just pay him to stand there? <laughs> I umpired last week. I didn't get paid. Oh, no, that's not true. I did get paid. (laughs) I wasn't expecting to get paid. It was a beautiful thing. Mr. Emma is going to score on this, uh, this base hit. We have a a center fielder throwing a hat. He's a little frustrated himself. He he made out his last at bat. I think he was trying to throw it home. I don't even know if he was throwing it to the cutoff. So Ben makes his first on that. Resolute's tally a few. 
because I didn't, I didn't think he had it. He fielded it when Dean was on the ground. That's going to bring Chris up to the plate. I think he knew that he was going to make a better throw. I don't know. Intuition. I want to say we scored we scored zero runs while I was playing. <laughs> no, no, we made sure we talked about yeah, that. They scored one. We, we, they scored well, they one. Don't sell yourself short. Okay. They played. They scored one in the first. They're getting a hell of a lot more. There's a miss throw over to first base. The sidelines with us here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's going to be your contribution. It's going to give Ben a second. It's the heat, though. I think once the Grays like played in the heat for like 30 minutes now, 40 minutes, they're not as fresh. Yeah, I think that's really what it is. Oh, the heat is definitely taking its toll. That's for sure. Uh, he goes way up top to get that. It's going to be a one-hopper to the center fielder. Misplay. Almost took it in the wiener. And uh, so that's going to be first and third. Take it in the wiener. That's accurate, right? That's historically accurate. I believe so. Not the phrase. Not the phrase. I'm talking about the action oh, it hit him. taking it in the wiener. It hit him there. <laughs> By the way, going back to something you mentioned earlier, uh, I had walked past that flag in left field yeah. that appears to have nothing on it. Uh-huh. It actually says, don't tread on me. Okay. And there is a snake on it. Oh. It's weird that we can't see it from here, but as I got closer, I was able to see it. Oh, so that. it's just like kind of an outline of a snake. It's in the middle there. And yeah. There's a, there's a grounder by Owen to third, and there that play go. is going to get made over to first base for the third out. Uh, Resolutes are going to put a couple more up on the board, making score 16 to 6. Creeping. As we go to the top of the sixth. Yeah, it does look like the Grays are a little approaching a possible time limit. Oh, it's only so six innings? Maybe get one it? more inning. Time, time. time limit, right? Time, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's last inning. Top, bottom. 16-6, I think. As you can hear. Uh, yeah, because Crawl was out. I had. Dean scored. And I think that was it. No one else yeah, scored, I think. The guy before Dean didn't score? Crawler, no. I think you guys no, between Crawler and Dean. Oh, John. I know. Um, I had him scoring. Yeah, no. Did John score? He might have, right? I had John and Dean scoring. You would have 16-6? Yeah, he's got 16-6. I'm not saying I'm accurate. Don't do not do that. we got to see what the Resolutes have. I don't like telling people that my score is right because it's not necessarily right, and then I look like an ass when I'm wrong, even though I'm never wrong. 16 to 6. I thought they got two. I seen worse. I thought they got two. He said, yeah. You scored, right? Right? Um. I forgot his name. Johnny. Johnny scored. John and Dean. John and Dean. You hanging out later, Ducky? That's going to bring – that's 16 to 6, by the way. Uh, that's going to bring uh, Jamie up to the plate. How's your cap? You whittle away two – only the fifth? Probably the last So we are approaching a time limit draw, so we're 10 minutes away. So they're going to play one more inning. Uh, so this is going to – there's a ball down the right field line. That's going to be fair. That's going to fall down. It's going to hit the path. Right fielder's going after under a tree. 
And uh, Jamie's going to take his second on a well hit ball. Taking a second. Uh, this has been a great uh, way to get off my old Beth Page weekend is these Providence Grays. Uh, definitely, I'll remember this for a long time. No, but I, I pull myself, pull, pull too many muscles. So and that's going to bring up the top of the order. It's Mr. Dugan. And there's a steal attempt to third. Uh, throw's going to be a little off the line. Can we go back to Mike? We can go back to Mike. He's He doesn't care. He doesn't listen, as far as I know. And uh, there's a swing and a miss. He's miked until he hits it. And then Crowler comes right back to him and bounces it and hits him. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely going to check out this flag in left field. There's a lot of interesting flags around here. Uh, I'm not used to seeing. There's a British uh, flag or a United Kingdom flag. Yeah, on the walk to the second field. As there's a high fly ball to the left fielder, it's not going to uh, – there's that bush that we said will never come into play very often, and it didn't really come into play. But he hit it by it. Whatever. Tally and ace. Mr. Duggan takes a second. That's going to bring up Brian. Is, uh, the Grays are – Adding on to make sure that they have enough. This heat has definitely sucked a little out of them, but as Mr. Duggan steals the third to show that he's still young and, you know, energetic and stuff. There's a grounder to the first baseman. He's got it on the bounce. It was a Saturday hop up to the first baseman. That's going to be the first out. That's going to bring a banquet. Yeah, that was uh, that one hop was right to the first baseman after it was a, a very low hit ball. We've all been there. You know, we've all been there. There's a ball that gets past the catcher, but no advance. Crawler looks exhausted and dirty, and he's got this beard that's. Can you grow a beard like that? I can't. I tr I've tried to grow a beard, and it gets pretty bad. Once I get to a certain length, it just stops ceasing to look like facial hair. And you know those etch-a-sketches, and you're just moving filaments around? There's a pop-up to the pitcher. He's going to catch it on the fly. And that's going to be the second out of the inning, and that's going to bring up Aiden. Wiener hands needs to stay at third. <laughs> I just want—I was just looking for a reason to say Wiener hands again. Uh, he, <laughs> he made a great throw earlier too. I watched the ground ball hit to him, and he fielded it fine. And he's a fine—he's going to be fine. Young, he's got to be—I don't even know—still in high school, I imagine. But if in five years I hear about a vintage player on the East Coast by the name of Wiener Hands, I'm going to know that was uh, all because of me. 
Yeah, we'll have to throw that in the name bank for the next uh, next teammate to join. I can even hear the song in my head. Uh, that's a foul ball, but there's no foul call, so Owen's going to come up and throw to first. There's going to be a slide. It's tough to see. That's right. Mr. Duggan scores. I don't have a I don't have a horse in this race, so I don't care who's saving out. I don't have a horse either. But Wild Horse was on our team. Wild Horses. Wild Horses is a concert in Michigan that's really? a bunch of country music people get. There's always a murder. There's like a homicide at this oh, it's faster horses. Never mind. Not wild horses. No. Screwed up. Wasn't Wild Horse like a malt liquor 40 ounce you could get? You're thinking the Colt 45 with the, with the horse? Nope. Uh, there's a steal attempt, and he's going to be thrown out. See? See? You can throw out people trying to steal. It can be done. And it was done. Two more runs for the Grays. So that's going to make it 18 to 6. The Resolutes are about to mount the greatest comeback in the history of this podcast. Uh, I want to see some hits and some runs. No, no Colt 45 is one, but then you would get ones like St. Ides. No, it was Crazy Horse. Crazy, Crazy Horse, Horse yeah. was a malt liquor 40 ounce. I keep looking for something for wild horses. I got nothing. There's Tim Keenan. I've never met him, but he's all over my he's all over my social media. I feel like I know him. <laughs> Did you really get kicked out of the the group of the minor league team that you're always at their games? Did you, is it were you complaining about the team? Oh. <laughs> Lead-off hitter for the Resolutes, Henderson, does a pop-out. Season season ticket holder since possibly their inaugural season. So how many seasons? All right. Yeah, every every night you're at the game. Uh, oh, new top of the order? At, uh, at their home games, obviously. How far do you travel, Tim? Um, to to their to their matches, their away matches. It takes me 45 minutes to get to the Duck games from work. I work in Port Jefferson. They play in Central Islip. So it takes me about 40, 45 minutes to get there every day. As a, a one hopper to the left fielder is going to be corralled for the second out of the inning. I think. Uh, well, Tim, I do I do see on social media, I see that you're going to the minor league games. I do watch some of the Sunday morning bagel chronicles. That's my favorite <laughs> Sunday morning <laughs> show. Hawk, Hawk, Hawk and Willie Moe are the singers on that. They wrote the script. And neither of them are here the today or this weekend, unfortunately. Yeah, which is unfortunate because it's actually outdated because I have two co-hosts rather than the one co-host. 
which, which you'll see on the show. Teddy, and who's the other one? Who's the new uh, one? Ulysses S. Grant is my second co-host, former former president Ulysses S. Grant. <laughs> Crowler hits a single to left field. Uh, as, uh, he will not go quietly into the night. Oh, this is the last inning. I forgot. Yeah, this is it. This is it right here. Uh, well, I'm. I didn't mean it like that. I'm not saying that this guy's going to bounce out to the shortstop and make the force at second, but that's the ball game right there. That's going to make your final score. The Providence Grays 18. The Elizabeth Resolutes 6. I believe we've hit the time limit draw. I'm going to keep the ambient microphone on so you guys can hear the speeches after the game. Uh, thanks for listening to this. If you liked it, I think uh, we've got the, what do we got next? We have these Providence Grays against the Monmouth Furnace uh, happening. So I'll be doing that match as well. And then I'm going to go check into my hotel and go to a party. and Watch everybody do karaoke tonight. Oh, the videos. I think there's an overhand game here uh, after maybe. Tomorrow. I saw, the, I saw the box painted. They, they have an 80s game at 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock? Who's playing? No. I think I might have played this. Say that before that. You circle this game on the year. I think he just circles all the games. Hey, he's got that speech down here. Yeah. I like it. I've heard him say it. Shake them up, boys. Yeah.